All right, that was a while by uh, Decatur. Y'all make sure y'all go out and support your independent artists, especially the ones that represent the middle Georgia. But we have our second special guest, Miss Latrika uh, Whitehead. Let's see, I remember. Correct. <laughs> Who is the owner of Own It, a clothing line? That's actually dope. Thank you. Um, and you've been pushing this clothing line for about. What a year? Not quite a two, year. Almost. Not quite a not year. Not quite a year yet. Mm-mm. Um, when did you a start? A year will be May the twenty fifth. Okay. It'll be a year. Hey, that's dope. Well, so what inspired you to get into um, you know clothing, and then is this your first venture as an entrepreneur? Well, well, no, okay. Not is, really. is this your first real venture? Okay. Um, the first one that I've. Push this long We'll say that If that makes okay. sense Okay That makes sense Alright Um, What made me mm-hmm. Actually it wasn't so, Supposed to be A clothing line mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of um, DIYs and tutus And stuff for local artists And DJs And stuff like that Okay um, Cause I hand stitch So mm-hmm. a lot of people Wanted something you know, different so. Mm-hmm. And, I um, needed me a century You know Had I known that I would have been Calling you yeah. earlier Like hey I needed You know cause, like, Anyway <laughs> We got some stuff We're going to talk about But yeah But yeah So um, I End up meeting um, Wayne Woodard And Andre And mm-hmm. They made me a lot Well I actually met them Before um, mm-hmm. Cause I needed a logo For that that I was mm-hmm. doing and um they made me a dope logo and I posted and everybody was like I need a shirt I need a shirt I was like hmm, hmm. right opportunity knocks right. So are you gonna answer I ran with it mm, that's what so, I'm talking about yeah, that's how so, that started <coughs> excuse me um why why run with opportunities or you know when you see opportunity why not run with it I'm just saying but like give me your entrepreneurial bug or like background with that being just entrepreneurial task and things. Um. Well, like I said, I always like I kind of did stuff before I did clothes too. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and my grand, like my grandparents, had their little own little gigs and stuff. Okay, so it was a so family like type. A family th- you grew type up thing. seeing mm-hmm. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So. So. I ran with dope. it. I always wanted my own, um, like mm-hmm. my own business but mm-hmm. I never knew exactly what I wanted to do mm-hmm. if that makes sense um, no it makes perfect sense so I ran with it I prayed about it mm-hmm. for years and years and years that something come you know and hey I jumped but now for doing can't right. knock got out of my comfort about. zone yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I think a lot of people you know that's what it is you're scared you scared to fail well, that's a lot of people scared to fail but <laughs> why not jump at it to know if you know at least you can say you did it you know you tried yeah, and, and say, you know. I think that's the bare minimum that you get out of it mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. to say that you tried something um, the maximum is what you know possibilities you know you, know, you can be fortune, 5 com- fortune 500 company or whatever the case may be I think failing is actually not trying. Mm-hmm. I don't look at trying something as failure. Right. You know, but I think a lot of people, that's what we're programmed. Mm-hmm. And we have to get out of that program. <coughs> so, being a, are you from Macon? I'm from Macon. From, you don't sound like you're from Macon. I'm country, I'm southern. But like I hear like the country, you don't, to me sometimes Macon has like a sound um. that, you know, a lot of 
I don't know. Anyway. A lot of people say I sound like I'm from New Orleans, but I'm definitely from Macon. So what, what about your family? Are they from Macon as They're well? They're from Macon. Um, so. My dad's side is from Flo Villa, Georgia. Flo Villa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of Jackson, like, I'm Southern. <clears throat> okay, so. I'm yeah, it, well, there's nothing wrong with that. So I get, you know, what the people call Southern Belle or something yep, like that. Yep, that's what I say. That's what you that's are. That's what I say, yeah. <laughs> so I say, you so country. Like, my lot of my cousins <clears> um, <throat> have moved to like Savannah and they're like mm-hmm. you so country like I'm not country I'm southern look at you but with your transition to being you know a one a uh, female and then a black woman you know starting a business and I know the challenges you have to face because one of my businesses I have two black women who are my partners mm-hmm. so I get to see how people react to them when they're trying to either sell services or, you know, get people to patronize a business mm-hmm. in a different spot. When I do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. How has that been for you? Um, it just really kind of motivated me to do go harder for it. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, when I started, it was a lot of women, mm-hmm. you know, doing the same thing. And now it's like a lot of people have like straight away, Falling I off. guess, because people wasn't supporting. And a lot of people when I first started, it was like making is not support, not su- very supportive of what we're doing. You know, that's what the other females and stuff was saying. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not I'm. I want to cater to making, but mm-hmm. I'm looking to be worldwide, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's my goal. You know, so. one, <clears throat> one of the issues I take with people when they say they're making no support is that they perpetuate a stereotype that's not true. Well, true, because now making is like my number one. Like they're booming. I'm booming well, with making. I'm saying I, I say it from the perspective of like one business I have is like, you know, three hundred and fifty to four hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm. Right. And I'm not. I'm not. I don't say that to brag and all like that. I just say that there's the potential to make money in whatever you do. It's just that you have to show people the value in what you do Doing and educate and then, them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but making has on Orange Street. We have nine hundred thousand dollar houses or a million dollar houses mm-hmm. over there by the Mercer uh, Law School. Mm-hmm. You have the Perry Fair. That uh, when it comes to town for like ten, twelve days or whatever, that generates thirty six million dollars. We used to have the making fair mm-hmm. that generated money. You have four colleges. Well, no, probably more now because you got Virginia, yeah, and then you got, got a cooking school too. There's a cooking school on Eisenhower. Okay, okay. Culinary. You have you know Westland making mm-hmm. what used to be making state. state. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Mercer, uh, Central Georgia Tech, Virginia College. So you have all these different things. Um, you have a, a, an arena football team. Mm-hmm. You have a hockey team. This is making. And now a baseball team again. Yeah, exactly. Right? So. And, and But you've had that, you know, baseball teams over the course mm-hmm. of, you know, years or whatever. But the fact is they keep bringing them. There's money here. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think people tap into the money or they don't know how to tap into it. Or they're scared Scared. Mm -hmm. to tap into it. Um, I talked to a lot of different artists. And I'm like, for y'all to be artists, y'all should be pulling, you know, 50, 60, 80,000 easily. And they look at me and I'm like, well, how are you going to do that? Yada, yada, CD sales are down or whatever the case may be. I'm like, well, first of all, that's not your only form of revenue. Y'all don't look at it as a lot of different things. To bring in revenue mm-hmm. And I'm like Why aren't y'all Hitting about these Doctors and lawyers And stuff Who be doing these Parties and stuff 
and they like to showcase their skills mm-hmm. they don't want to do it as something as you know their livelihood they just want to impress the people when they come to their party mm-hmm. you can charge them two three hundred dollars a hour or song or whatever the case may be making your side money right I don't think people they limit the way that they make money so I hate when people say there's no money here yada yada no you're just not creative enough to go and find it right or brave enough to push your yourself you know yeah. to make people want it and that's the thing I think uh, consistency as well mm-hmm. you know uh, <clears throat> the thing I liked about when I was going through your pictures and stuff mm-hmm. One, you had a lot of different designs. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you're always constantly evolving colors and stuff like that, trying new things. But you're constantly pushing. Yeah. And pushing. At first I was like, I think I'm getting on people's nerves. Like, I post too much. I was like, no, you're not posting enough. <laughs> but that's the thing about marketing. I don't know what your background is as far as that. But that's one of the things I would have told you. In order to successfully market something, you have to push it to where people get sick of it. Right. That's how you know you're doing something correct. Because what marketing and what they don't teach people or tell you is that you constantly have to push out there because you don't know when the consumer is going to buy your product or service. Mm -hmm. But when they do, you want them to think of you. Right. Or the company. Right. Why do you think Coca-Cola and Pepsi and Like Burger King. You see Burger King on almost every exit. Mm-hmm. Get hungry, I'm like I want Burger King, or exactly. with the commercial, I want Burger King because exactly. you've seen that commercial. So exactly, and it stays in the forefront of your mind, and that's what you want, right? And that's why I try to like post something like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like mm-hmm. that's what I call it. Like during those times, because we we in the morning when we wake up, most of the time we grab our phone. Mm-hmm. During lunchtime, on lunch break, we mm-hmm. grabbing our phone before we go to sleep. We grabbing our phone, so mm-hmm. I try to post something in between those times. So. So how's everything been working out for you? It's working. Um, like I said, I'm I'm I only like I haven't even been a year yet. So mm-hmm. and I did like a a, a good good amount of good amount of change. Yeah, like That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're supposed to get your change, get your coins. It's not even about that. It's really about the experience <coughs> because my yeah. my line itself mm-hmm. it stands. You know, is to encourage, empower, and self motivate. Mm-hmm. So and whatever you do in life, you put your best foot forward. So that's really. What it's about, to own the experience. right? To own it, you yeah, know? and that, and that's what I, that's what I actually when I write in the description for the episode, that's the common theme I kept getting. That's, I think that's one of the lines that I wrote: like, be proud of yourself and what you represent. Mm-hmm. You know, you rock who you are, yeah. you own mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give into the you know descriptions or whatever other people think mm-hmm. you should be. Mm-hmm. Own who you, you are, are. Mm-hmm. exactly, and that, that's why I, <clears throat> I like it. Thank Not you. only is it dope designs and stuff. But the meaning behind it, right. it gives it just makes it more, I don't know, homey or something <laughs> or like Southern. It's like, made you know, with love. I exactly. Say everything I exactly. Do, I do it's with like love. made with love. love. That's why exactly. the heart is hard to hold on. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's, that's, that's where it come from. Yeah. So um, what uh, pitfalls have you been able to overcome or like, you know, sidestep? Initially, not, you know, because the clothes... In the industry, you could say that it's a fickle industry because trends come and go, mm-hmm. right? Something gets hot and then it's not, you know. And once upon a time, we had Fubu, right? <laughs> now I'm like, think they bring it back or, or want to research it? I have it. seen some people saying that it was rocking Fubu and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but as far as masses, ain't nobody rocking that. It's right. like you know, if someone gave you a Rockerwear shirt or something like that, ain't nobody, you know, what I'm saying rocking with the styles anymore. I don't, me personally, I don't care anymore. Hell, I walk out the house. <laughs> 
I be looking trashy sometimes. It hey, <laughs> that's just me. But you own it however you <laughs> exactly. feel, though, right? Right. So, what, what have you been able to overcome, or you know, things that you didn't initially think they were going to be there? Because I know you've experienced something with this amount of time. You said that I didn't think was yeah. You know, because when you start something, like you well, can I didn't plan. Think I was going to do it. Like I didn't. Well, yeah, I didn't think I was going to be doing it. This long for one I don't know why But mm. you know I just I didn't have any high hopes for it Like to be honest mm. I really didn't um, But like I said Once I, I start like Putting it out there More mm. and more I was like you know what This is This is something um, But I had a, I, I, I really didn't have as much Um like family support when I mm-hmm. first started, but now like my family is kind of supportive. Well, like I don't it's know. Show me type of thing though. Right. I you guess. know, most people won't jump out there and be like, "Hey, we gonna rock with you, whatever." They don't. They don't know if you are gonna be there. Well, so now, now, I, and I think that comes with the regular consumers too. It's just a theory of mine, you know, as far as consumer behavior. Don't give me all these nuggets. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, consumers in the back of their head, if they could, if they start supporting you from the jump, and it doesn't work out, they're gonna have to fill that void again, mm. or that need for that service or product or whatever the case that you're providing them. They want to make sure you're, that you're gonna be there, mm. so they wait and see if you can stand the test of time. And I think that's why a lot of people just won't jump out there instantly. But when you stay consistent, people are like, okay, well she's doing something right. Or even if you like functioning and your cash flow is negative each month, if you're figuring out some way to keep it going until it turns positive or, you know, you hit the black. <coughs> Excuse me. The perception is that you're doing something right in the consumer's mind because they don't know the books. Right. You know, they don't know what you're going through. Or, you know, if you got to go take some other side jobs or whatever just to keep feeding to, you know, because it's like you're feeding the baby. Right. And you're waiting for the baby to right. get up and walk and crawl and all that stuff and run and play. And skipping, hopping all that, whatever. So it's just that time, and they're waiting. They don't want that relationship just like severed, in my opinion. But well, now they're like, I can't produce enough, sing like, because it's just me. Most people that has lines, it's like multiple people, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, but that's a good thing, though. Yeah, it is. You no, know, um, as long as it's, it's still fresh, it's still fresh, and, and you know, I got some like hot it. people in it, and you know they. They they going they along. They just wait their turn, and you know until you fulfill those orders. So, what are you you know doing to prepare for growth? Well, right now I'm um, I don't want to spill no beans, but I'm actually looking into getting my own store. Mm-hmm. So looky yeah. looky, yeah. Ooh. That's and that's in the works. Okay, so I can provide more stuff, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to give too many details and jinx myself. I'm old Southern, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to jinx myself. But what would they say? If a door closes, you just open up the window. Right, right. I'm <laughs> on through it, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's, I'm looking to do that um, soon and very soon. Um, but um, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> it's just like I'm not gonna tell you nothing, <laughs> but um, keep watching, right? <laughs> keep watching, keep staying too, right? So, what's the best uh, design or what's the best color or style that sells for you? 
for the people the out there like it. The dopest one that I had to run again um, was the um, a lo- lo- uh, sorry love story mm-hmm. um, edition shirt that I ran for um, Valentine's Day February, mm-hmm. and I had to run it again in March because this yeah, I combined mm-hmm, I combined. Um, my standard black shirt mm-hmm. um, with a splatter paint shirt. Okay. And I combined them together when um, two become one. That's what I called it. Is that the one where, okay. Is with that the, the pins one? in it? Pins in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see a lot of people wearing that one. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. So, with you having a line, how does it work out with, uh, do you go and look for models and stuff to model your merchandise? or Sometimes. Well, I have when I did the first my first fashion show mm-hmm. um, in December, mm-hmm. um, I did look for models, mm-hmm. um, but it didn't take people no. long so everybody was wanting to be a model. Like, well, you know, yeah, so. <laughs> that's it. I think Make is actually in the middle Georgia area in southern Georgia, in my opinion, is primed for intellectual mm-hmm. or entertainment mm-hmm. like hubs. Like, because people want to jump into, because mm-hmm. we get exposed to all these different reality shows mm-hmm. and people doing things, and you know, that they you just do this, do that, and ooh, I'm there, I've arrived. Right, it don't work like that. No, it really don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now understand the ground you got put into it. Mm-hmm. But um, where where did you do the fashion show at? Um, it was at the hookah lounge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so dope turnout and stuff. It was a dope. I was with the. Um, it was the Ambition Graphics Fashion Show. I, I didn't it was get to the see second it. second annual. Yeah, yeah. It was real a real dope. Um, people were everywhere. You said people what was everywhere. Oh, I thought you a said lot of people, people went everywhere. I'm like, what? Yeah, what it was a lot went of everywhere. people. Um, <laughs> so you it basically was dope. packed it out. We packed it out. That's what I'm talking it, about. It was like a, like thirteen um, designers. Oh wow. Yeah, it was a lot of lot of people. Um, yeah, I, you, I was not trying to, you know, toot my own horn, but I was the only one that gave a plus size model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was something dope, and everybody was like, I like how you, you know, you kind of gave us something. So you don't like to, I guess, uh, now that you, you know, because it seems like you, even without starting the line, you at least had some type of knowledge or passion for fashion, right? Right. So now that you're in it, you get to learn more industry stuff and see how it really operates mm-hmm. and how they try to perpetuate stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know you gave a plus size model, right. you know the opportunity. So it seems like that's that's what you like to do, is break the norm, right? And I, you know breaking down stereotypes. Right, that's me. <laughs> breaking stereotypes. That's <laughs> right. what I'm talking about. That's me. So, uh, any more events you plan on putting on, or and how did you like you know doing it? Because um, that's different from just you know. It was dope. Um, that was my first fashion show. Um, mm-hmm. it wasn't my last. Um. Yeah, but it was a. I was never had talked in front of people, mm-hmm. um, and I took the host mic and I just mm-hmm. start talking, you know. But um, it was dope. Um, a lot of people liked it. A lot of people wanted to buy stuff. A lot of people did buy stuff. People put in orders. Mm-hmm. It was it was dope. Yeah. Can, can you say order one more time? Order. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But yeah, that was um, and that was just my first one. And then I got invited to um another fashion show at um a church, um okay. London Chapel, with the girls um uh, Commander in Chic. Commander in Chic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a fun interview for me. Yeah, I did one with um them there, and then I did the Cherry Blossom fashion show. Okay. Um. Yeah, at the terminal station, um, that was that was that was totally a different crowd because that was mm-hmm. like a real runway for the models. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it was a lot of people, a lot of people with money, and mm-hmm. um, we went to the after party and networked, and that was that was even doper. So, so how do you like um, doing all that stuff now, then? Because you are your brand and mm-hmm. you are the company, right? And right. you have to push it, and the responsibility is on you whether or not it succeeds or fails, right? right. A lot of pressure. <laughs> well, you know, well, not fail, but you know. However it does. But it's right. right. You know. But either way, I'll still be proud of myself because I did it. I did something that, exactly. you know. Exactly. That most people I, probably right. thought of that right. you would do. Right. How do you like wearing the mini hats that you have to wear? Um, It's a challenge, but hey, I think I'm doing pretty good with wearing those hats. Yeah, hey. I, I think I am. Yeah, hey, you know, making a living. Hey. I can go higher. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So, like, take us through like a typical week or whatever. Are you like, you know, Mondays, emails, Tuesdays, working on new design concepts, or Wednesdays, photo shoots or something? Or? No, uh, I ain't that lit yet. But, oh, that, um, <laughs> you go get there. How about but that? But I'm going to get there. Um, I mean, every day is kind of different. Mm-hmm. I just kind of go with the flow. That's um, good. If that makes sense. No, that does, because you have to be fluid. Right. Um, one week I might not do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, a lot of people like to shop on Fridays and Saturdays. Well, you know, that's paydays. Right. Um, and then, like, when I go to church, and I always have my, you know, I have something on, on it. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I like, because I go to church in Florville, Georgia. Okay. And, um I have I be selling out the trunk like it's hey, it's weird. Hey, you, yeah. you sound like a uh, an independent artist to me. <laughs> well, that's what I need. <laughs> I, sell the trunk. I do, <coughs> but um. But I love it though because you get to experience people, you get to see trends and stuff, mm-hmm. and what people like and what they don't like. You get instant feedback. And they tell know. me what they don't like. Um, you get to try things, you mm-hmm. know, and creatively, you know, it seems like you're a creative person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to be to be a fashion designer. Right. Yeah. You gotta be the only, right? Yeah. It's not a trend. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. she's plugging. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So how how do you like? Uh, I guess the industry down here, um, and just you know, just with the professionals, and not even just the fashion designers, but you know, people that's in the industry that's not of the same craft. Because you you know you work with more than you know models. You work with probably other seamstresses and people who do marketing or photographers or videographers. Um, who else would you work with? Uh, just even you know consignments. Do you do a lot of consignments where you have your product in other people's stores, or is it just I do. Um, I have my stuff in um, Ambitious Graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right there, front yeah. shelf. Yeah, they got that prime real estate right there. Uh, <laughs> they got me. I, I moved from a little cubby hey, but to no, the front I, of the I store. Them, and though, they, the they really, you know, vouch for you. They say yeah. you be out there doing it, and mm. that's why you get that prime real estate. Right. You out there moving their products. So. I think I get on their, their nerves like so much. Like they said, um, I was talking. I say, I know I get on your nerves by always putting your address on on my Facebook, and it was like no, because then they start, you know coming in you know mm-hmm. and not only seeing my stuff they send their stuff and then it's seeing what the store is really about exactly so you know yeah I done shot with them three right. times already alright that's good yeah right. I'm putting in three orders like, I'm, I'm, I'm moving way down here too yeah. <laughs> you better own it <laughs> I own it 
<laughs> but how, how are the other stores and you know, I'm, other I'm locations? I'm just in that store. Oh, just that store? I'm just okay. in that store. I just did a website. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I just did a website, and I just really marketed through Facebook. So that's really Facebook and Instagram. That's really well. It all, all the yeah. work go in right there. I'm like, yeah, um, that's a lot of time. Right. Mm. Facebook. Yes. A lot of people, and, and, and I don't have to pay nothing. It's just Facebook. Well, you, know? you, you just have to pay something. You have to pay your job. Well, yeah. Because we only got the same, you know, me and you got the same amount of time. Well, hey. You know, so. I don't do anything else. Yeah, I don't watch TV. I don't do none of that. So, <laughs> hey, Facebook. Hey, so, but right. that's how it is, though. You know, I don't think people really get the sense of when you start a business, you know, what really goes into it. Mm-hmm. And to push that business to a point where people want to do business with you. Right. You know, so. It's amazing to me how some people can be dumbfounded with that. Right. It's I don't know. Sometimes I, it, it sometimes it, it it pisses me off or whatever because like I'm all about business. Mm-hmm. Like um, I have four different businesses. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. 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 Well, not that's the good. Name, no. But, that's you know, good. Uh, but I just love the creativeness and the passion behind business and taking something from an idea and it materializing into something tangible. Mm. I love that process. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'll, I'll continue to keep doing other stuff and I have other ventures that people want me to jump in with them. But due to my time constraints, right. can't do it right now. Right. But, but I once I put the process right. in place, yeah. Because, you know, the, even with the, like right now, I'm selling the, uh, the Bake That Radio shirts. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that is to bring that revenue in to help push this platform even bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's cool, set up, you know, but I want other hosts. Right. I want it, you know, Sunday through Saturday, you know, and I don't have to be here or whatever when it's filming and all that. And we can go fun- go to other functions and events because sometimes people want us to come out and do something. But, but you like, got something booked up. Right? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, you said. Yeah. Busy woman. Right. On it is my life. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So what do you see <clears throat> yourself like, you know, next year? What are, what are some goals that you've already set for yourself, short term and like long term? Oh, I have a lot of goals. Oh, Jesus. But I, I just really want to be more known mm-hmm. worldwide versus, well, I mean, I have... My brand, okay. my brand, yeah, um, and what it really means. Um, I actually want to get more into because um, I've did a lot of um, career and college fairs, also okay. um, one with the church and one with the school. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to get more into like a, I wouldn't say like a boys and girls club, but something with to encourage my young brothers and my young sisters, like because exactly. I don't know, I have a niche for kids. Yeah, I don't have any, but I mm-hmm. they, the kids love me. I don't know why. Don't they, know. they see your spirit. I guess. 